paid in? Like, is there like the? I don't got that. Oh, <laughs> I don't got that feature. We got the equipment. I don't girl. got that feature. Just Hello, yet. guys. It's the binging bitches. <laughs> hey, that was good. Go. That was good. I nice liked it. There. Love it. Welcome back to our ninth episode. Hey, nueve. Oh my gosh, this is great. Well, we gotta yeah. do Selena one week. Ooh, that'd be good. Come on, oh my God. yeah. We gotta save that for season two. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We're, I mean, season. we're getting up there already, we guys. Are. We're getting yeah. up there already. Sigua. <laughs> Sigua. Sigua. Okay. So this week was set it up. Set it up. Yeah. This is one of is my favorite. Is that a Netflix movies. original? It's a Netflix yeah. original. We love our Netflix originals. We do. Ooh, Netflix. For me, as soon as I watched it the first time, it was an instant classic. Like, for me, mm-hmm. it automatically went into my top three. I love that movie, too. Yeah. It's so good. So, I was the non-believer mm-hmm. uh, in the group. Um, I will still say it's not my favorite, but I definitely gained appreciation for it yeah. after watching this one. Because, like, especially when I binge for the podcast... I gain a new appreciation for each movie we watch, whether I was a fan of it at first or not, Mm -hmm. because I really am looking for things to talk about and, like, things for the podcast that I, like, find things I wasn't looking for when I was just watching the movie. Mm -hmm. And I love this movie because it's literally a true romantic comedy. Comedy. I love the comedy of it. It's hilarious. That's my favorite part, yeah. Okay, that's funny because I just found it to be a comedy. There yeah. were it there was romance at the end, but it was more comedy and hijinks to uh-huh. me than it was romance. And I think I was looking for it to like slap me in the face with romance and it didn't. Oh, because so, you like the slap in the face. Yeah, yeah. Like that like See, I like the settle of it. Like I knew they were gonna get together in the end. Yeah. I I seen them creepingly you had, like the each other. Was the whole time. And, yeah, exactly. See, I they wasn't so oh, I just loved and it. I think okay, so this is where I like I struggled because for me with rom coms, I look for those moments that made me go like <gasps> like just so yeah, you like, like that, skip like, a beat. Yeah. That really grand gesture. Shit, like, the like real grand this. gesture. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and like you can find them in certain romantic comedies and that's how I judge like, okay, I'm gonna rewatch this movie. Like the sweep mm-hmm. you off your feet. Yeah. Type Whereas of this thing. one was just he kinda like do that. let's no. do this. He didn't do that yeah, until no. the very end. He freaking texted her to tell her to meet him at the airport. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it she was didn't like show and he was like uh, And I think okay. also I liked a lot of the actors and actresses in this movie already, loved so it. I was overhyping it in my head. Like, I remember when they announced this movie, because I love Glenn Powell and um, Zoe Deutsch, mm-hmm. that I was like, oh yeah, like, I'm so excited for them to be in a movie together again. Yeah. And um, then I found out, like, Titus Burgess is in it, and I love him. Um, Jordan, or sorry, Joan Smalls is in it, and she's beautiful. And Pete Davidson. So I was like, yeah. wow, this has... Tay Diggs. Tay Diggs, Lucy Liu. Yeah. Like, oh, it has geez. so many people in it. That well, I was, it's like, funny because excited. I was the opposite. I didn't even know about the movie. It popped up on my Netflix randomly, I think around the time it came out. And I was like, oh, I know both the characters. Mm-hmm. You know, I know Tay Diggs, I know Lucy Liu. I just clicked on it, not thinking anything, like I didn't watch the trailer or nothing. And like from beginning to end, I was cracking up. Yeah. It was just, yeah. So I think that's why for me, I it, there was no hype. When yeah. I go in with hype, with, lo- it's with no so expectations, much. yeah. When you go in with it's better. Exactly, because I had no hype. I just like clicked play, and I was like, "Oh my god, this movie's good!" And then mm-hmm. when I watched it the second time for our podcast, I was like, "Wow, I really love this movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so good." 
it's definitely for me it was it just didn't give me what I was looking for in a mm. romantic comedy. So, yeah. but if you look it's at not it from your like style of no, rom-com. and if you look at it from a standpoint of it being a comedy or just like looking at it as an easy movie to watch, mm-hmm. just to throw on, perfect, it's yes. great. Yeah. Um, but when I'm looking for that like <gasps> grand gesture moment, no. Mm-hmm. But I did See, find yeah, a lot in there that I liked. That's a good element though of a rom com, like that grand gesture mm-hmm. moment. For mm-hmm. me, that doesn't. That's not usually a requirement for me. But mm-hmm. I love, like, finding out, like, and knowing, like, mm-hmm. what other people's requirement is. Requirement is, is for a rom-com. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That's true. But you're right. They didn't have, there was no <clears throat> big grand gesture. Like, so. no running to chase them, to get them. Okay, so were there parts of the movie that stuck out to you guys? I just Every part. It, was, it definitely had a lot of hot, there was a lot of high comedy moments in yes. this movie. So mm-hmm. this one was more comedy rather than rom- romantic. The romantic, I felt like, built up. Built up. So it was like, you see them as just friends mm-hmm. trying to help mm-hmm. each other out. But then you kind of see like this like connection. Because he had a girlfriend. Yeah. Throughout the whole and movie. And she was dating around. Yeah. But then they were you never see, interested like, you in see that you want first. them to be together. It's like yeah. the whole time you're like, you're rooting for them to be together in the end, and then they end up being together in the mm-hmm. end. I mean, you know it. It's going to happen. Yeah. But yeah, there's a lot of comedic parts to it. See, for me, one of the best things is their chemistry. I think that the mm. two actors in general, Zoe and Glenn, they just have such good chemistry with each other, which is evident as they're about to be in a third movie together. Really? Um, yeah. I forget mm. what it's called, but they, I know that they're, they, like, they already, because I follow mm-hmm. both of them, and they're... They have a third. They had a first one before Maybe this. Really this like is their second, other. and they're, they're they're really close. Like they're mm. really, you know, obviously they now know. they're good that friends. Vibe. Yeah. But they just have that natural chemistry that mm-hmm. I love. Like I love seeing that spark, even if they they didn't see it to begin with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just felt like their chemistry is really good. See, that's funny because I got friend chemistry from them. Yeah. I didn't mm. get that like I'm attracted physically to. Yeah. Even in those longing looks that they had when they were eating I was the pizza. Say, yeah. I didn't feel it. Oh, no, but didn't? for no. me. Also, not even the longing looks, but the um, when they were dancing on the dance floor yeah. at her friend's wedding, and then he stopped and gave her like a look, like he yes. had that realization of like, damn, I think I'm starting I, to catch damn. feelings for right. her. Like she a goofy that, bitch. It was that moment she I was really like, cute. yes, you fucking like her, okay? Right, she's quirky. Like yeah, I liked that too. That mm-hmm. actually probably be like my romantic part of it. Of it, for, yeah, me, for me too. Because it has, yeah. It's that it was moment. that look. It was in the looks. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. The looks weren't strong enough for me. <laughs> See, but, I, yeah. yeah. Well, for me, they were, and it's just, like, it, I I like that they were friends first, though, too, and, like, on that friendly vibe. Because yeah. they were just joking around the because whole time. Because it shows how people can become. And that's how chemistry. people are friends. A lot of people are, like, friends who turn into this like love right. this deeper mm-hmm. connection that's mm-hmm. that's pretty much where it stems from like you can honestly find true love in with a, your friend your best friend it could be right under your nose and exactly not know the it. whole time yeah and you're dating around this girl was dating different people like he had a girlfriend and they didn't realize that at the end they actually liked each other so that yeah. was cute yeah like it's cutesy it's not steamy I no. mean, by any means. Because they didn't even... <laughs> it wasn't like a big old... Yeah. They, they, they never actually, the like, end. hooked up. They no, just they didn't hook the up, so it's not mm-hmm. hot and steamy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, 
So I wanted to, because the, obviously, like, this romance takes place at work. Mm-hmm. I wanted to touch on workplace romances. So I've never had one, but can I just say, personally, they're the most irritating thing to be around. Like, because for I when I worked retail, there was a lot of people at the store that I worked at dating, talking, fucking around. And as the person that wasn't doing that, I always found myself having to make up the work that those bitches weren't doing because they're over here fucking around. So it would get so annoying when they're sitting there just like flirting and then a customer would come up and because my ass isn't over here flirting, I'd have to take the customer and I'd just Mm -hmm. be like, oh, hell no, you little trifling bitches. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, because the whole thing was, um, they didn't work together though. They worked in the same building. Yeah. Yeah. So it worked. But they were trying to get their bosses together, but then like their bosses. Yeah. But... It, like, but the them, setting was work. Yeah. So yeah. for them, it worked to their advantage because yeah. they were they in the same building. Because they weren't working together It was just a, same. it's an office, like, dual office romance yeah. kind of thing. And they were able to take love in a work environment to their advantage. Whereas, mm-hmm. like, for me, my it was story like was, legit, like, a disadvantage. two coworkers. Yeah, it was, and it's a disadvantage yeah. at that point. Mm-hmm. So I would have loved to have, oh office workplace romance or whatever work out to my advantage but I've never found them to be advantageous so that was I think I found that funny in the sense that like okay like yeah if you're gonna if it's gonna make your job better you might as well try literally everything it is Mm -hmm. kind of intruding on like personal space and boundaries but Mm -hmm. I mean shit if my bosses were like that I would think of literally anything and everything yeah I never had a work romance but I got really close to people Mm -hmm. at work to the point where like we like hung out all the time Mm -hmm. and what I realized is I feel like because people are like you when you're at work you're at work most of your time most Mm -hmm. of your life I feel like Monday through Friday majority of your day you're at Mm -hmm. your job so it's like the people you work with are the people you're around majority of your life Mm -hmm. compared Mm -hmm. like even more More than than your family your own family Mm -hmm. exactly so to like build these relationships like with you that kind of sucks because they're literally together 24 7 Mm -hmm. and they were being all lovey-dovey at work they could have they could have done that at home Mm -hmm. like they could do that shit out you know when they clock out Mm -hmm. but they decided not to so it's like, I get it, but at the same time, when you're around everybody, you just grow to, like, have that strong relationship yeah, in the workplace. I had that, Because you're though. so used to being there. I had the friendship thing, and, like, that was cool. Did like, you stay fun. friends with them? No. Not now. Crazy, right? Yeah. Yeah, but you go from someone being in your life every, every day. Every day, and feeling yeah. like you're so tight, like... Yeah. I've had these group of friends where it's just like, oh, I know, we're finna be tight. Like, even after I quit this bootsy-ass job, we're finna be hella close. Like, we hang out all the time, so I know we're gonna still hang out. And then you leave your job, and you barely talk to them. I know. Yeah. That happens all the time for yeah. me. All the time. When you think time. about it, it's a lot like school. So when we were in school and we were younger, those mm. are your best friends because you're with them all day, every day. Yes. Now you transition to work life to an adult. When you an graduate, adult. yeah. And now you're at work every single that's day. That's when they so say. So it's like your new yeah. that's school really, friends. I didn't think of comparing mm-hmm. it See, like that. Now, that's where I would be interested in a sequel to this movie because Charlie doesn't work for the 
the building anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, I would wonder how their relationship would um, work outside of seeing each other in the office all the time. And, like, your schedules link up. Now mm-hmm. your schedules might not link up. That's true. You could work across town. Mm-hmm. Like, I would be very interested to see what life is like post this setup. Right. That's true. More real. Because they, yeah. their free time was around the same time mm-hmm. because... They were working with each other yep. to get their bosses together. Or they were always staying late together at the same That's time. True. I mean, in different, that building, them, different parts yep. of the building, but still being there mm-hmm. hella late at night. Yeah. So would they stay together? Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? Now, have you guys ever stayed at a job you hate because the money was good and you were there for hella long? No. <laughs> I don't think I've had a job where the money was that good. And I, I've just, I've stayed for other reasons. Okay. I did. For retail. Like, I I stayed in retail. Not that the money was good, but it's, like, it was constant. Mm-hmm. Like, it was assured. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had been there. I think, like, you start, like, it's your first job, and you're, like, yay, and excited. And then um, you're, like, this is just while I go to school. And then you realize you're at work more than you're at school. And then work makes school hard. And then you're, next thing you know, at this job for five years. And you're, like, what the fuck? Like, but if I go somewhere else, do I have to start over? Do I have to make new pay? Like, what am I doing? And I literally felt like at one point, I think my last holiday season, I came home just like broke down because it was like, what am I doing? Like, I don't want to work at this store for the rest mm-hmm. of my life. This was never my plan. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, it's such a ta- emotionally taxing job too, because people in any kind of service industry are like just assholes to the people that work there. Um, so I was just kind of like, I need to get the fuck out of this job, like, as soon as possible. Yeah. Um, but I can see it happening in any other job, too. Like, just you blink, and the next thing you know, you've been there for X amount of years, and you're like, what else is there? Yeah. I think for them, it was like a stepping stone job. So they taking, were waiting taking that assistant for that promotion. Because they it's were like, waiting for that article, yeah. for them to get their article. People yeah. always say, like, get your foot in the door and mm-hmm. then work your way up. Because, mm-hmm. you know, it's a lot easier to do that than to, like, just mm-hmm. get in where you want. But I be. think what happened for them is that their bosses got comfortable of the position they were in. Right. And that's what happens to me. I get so in um what is it called in in just a regular routine like once i have this routine down i might not like the job and the pay might not even be good but because the routine is just matching with my schedule like the routine just works for me mm-hmm. i stay with the job even though i don't like it i don't like the pay like that's the only reason why is because of that routine and i feel like that's what happened with them is their bosses could have been promoted him or could have been gave her an article but she never like they never but then she never also wrote to like Mm -hmm. get herself to that place either exactly because they got comfortable in the positions they were in they were just it was kind of like constant they were just doing the same things over and over again which i see that happens to me all the time it takes me like for me it's not a i get stuck in it for me it's just a i have to have a legit reason as to why i need to quit like, how you, you had that, for Brittany, you had that moment, like, you sat down and was just like, why am I still doing this to myself? Mm-hmm. And then you quit. That's, for with every job I've had, it's always been, like, a aha moment. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, okay. Yeah. You're not stuck. You can leave. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for me, it's, it's, so when I think about being in, like, 
where I am now, like in, in like my career or in, not my career, but it's like more of a career job, I guess, compared to like the jobs I've held, like part-time jobs I held in the past where like those I were just doing just to have a, a job and get have money. money. Yeah. Um, but this one where like my first like job out of college, I, I took it and I, it was actually as like a receptionist, like part receptionist, part like assist, uh, not really assistant, but like yeah, the title was assistant, but it's like paperwork. And it was really like, okay, let me just get in and let me just try it and see what happens. And from there, I did actually go up a little bit, but like, then I kind of got stuck. And then it was like, oh, I don't want to leave because I love the people that I worked mm -hmm. with. And I was super close to all of them. And I love my mm -hmm. bosses and I love the culture of the place. And I... And I just knew it was something special. But then I knew it was but how to leave. But the actual job. The actual job was just like a wanted. regular job. No, it mm -hmm. wasn't what I wanted to be in either. Mm -hmm. But I didn't know what I really wanted to do. Mm -hmm. And then when I left, I finally left. And But then, how, like, was it an aha moment? Like, what made you leave? That's yeah. the thing. So what made me leave was just wanting to actually go and travel and do, like, follow mm -hmm. my dreams and do what I wanted to do. And so when I did that and then I came back, um... I, like, I went to another place, right? And then that place, I was, like, I knew I didn't want to be there anymore, but it was kind of cool, but I just knew that I didn't want to be there anymore. And that, like, I got in at a low level, and it sucked. And I, and I thought I wanted to work my way up, but I realized I didn't, so I left that pretty quickly. But, I mean, yeah, I feel like I've had those moments of, like, let me just get in real quick and let me just work my way up. And then I'm like, mm, this is not what I want to do. Never mm. mind. Scratch yeah. that. Wait, have you ever gone to a job, Brittany, for you? Because Amber's kind of like gone through a same, like her going to a job and thinking like she can hit, like she can go with it and like mm -hmm. grow with it and just decide no and like cancel right away. Have you ever like chosen a job and then like two quit. weeks in just quit? Oh, I've done that a couple times. <laughs> Actually, every job I've done, I've at least been there for, like, six months. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's yeah. good. So, I think, honestly, too, I've only done, like, three... I've only had held, like, three different jobs. Oh, wait, you did life. that with twice, too. I did times. that twice. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I've only held But they three... weren't career jobs. They were part-time No, 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 yeah. Well, all of these two, part like, not career. But, like, I've only done three, I want to say. Yeah, three. That you've left within six months. I've only ever held three jobs. Oh, oh yeah. Gotcha. That's good. Because I, 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 yeah, I stay at jobs for a long time. But the middle one was one that I was like dipping my toe into like a, an admin job, like thinking like that was for me that I would, I would like working in an office because mm -hmm. like, honestly, at that point, anything looked attractive compared to retail. Mm -hmm. yes. And I worked oh. in this like small office building. I will not name names. And it was so toxic and just so not what was presented mm -hmm. to me and so unprofessional that that was the first job I ever quit. Like, quit, quit. Yes. Like, just straight uh, on the spot. Like, I'm out. Packed <laughs> up my shit and, like, bounced. Yes. And, like, it was so But awkward. that was six months in. Yeah, that was six so months in. So you gave in. it a chance. You gave I it did. more than 90 days. I did. And I was never properly trained. So if you're listening, you didn't fucking train me. Oh, okay. And, um... <laughs> I could go in, you old ass bitch. But, uh, oh, no. So, Shit. I definitely uh, left that, and it was really awkward when they texted me that I had to come collect my last paycheck and return, like, my key and stuff. Which I was like, I already returned the key. Like, I was ready to never come again. You can't just send that shit to me. 
but I had to go get it. It was being petty. Yeah. They so wanted I, to see you one last time. No, what was funny was nobody was there. Mm-hmm. Nobody was there. I just picked up my check and I bounced. But I was like, I walked up to that place and I was ready to just fucking like give them hell. Because I, I had stewed over it for like a month. Um, and I took a little break from working. My fiance uh, held it down for us while I figured it out. And then I'm at the job I'm at now. Which is still not a job that I can see doing for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is definitely a placeholder. But it is one now that, yes, I deal with bullshit here and there. But it is one that fills my soul. Yeah. So it at least mm-hmm. does that. But I will say that it's something where it's like um, I, you, I can find myself losing sight of what I want to do. Mm-hmm. Because this feeds my soul so yeah. much. That it's like I'm okay. It's like two different things. Yeah. Two completely different it's things. Completely for you. different spectrums. And I think at that point, too, people think that, like, now I want to work in the field that I want to, like, somewhere along the lines with it. I work with children now. Um, and I don't. I don't want to at all. But at you just all. like working yeah, with children. Yeah. And it's something I'm good at. So it makes me feel good mm-hmm. at the end of every day. Yeah. And you're I feel definitely like, impacting. Yeah. Lives. Exactly. Like you get off of retail and you don't feel like you made anybody's day any better mm-hmm. than when you started. So mm-hmm. you're just like, what the fuck? And you feel worse off when you get home. Mm-hmm. And then the office job was like, this is like, this feels like entrapment. Like I don't mm-hmm. want to do this at all. And I right. just, no. Yeah. No. And then that job that I'm at now is just like I teach kids to read. I teach kids how to just be good good people. Like I help them. Um and I'm teaching them about the world around them when sometimes maybe their parents don't want to have those conversations with them. Um so that helps but at the same time props to teachers because I don't want to do y'all's job. Mm-hmm. You guys do a lot and I do it for 4 to 6 hours a day. You do it every day for that even longer so Mm. no no thank you yeah um going back though to like quitting a job instantly yeah so I did that twice yeah (laughs) so the very first time I did it I was young I was what 19 yeah 19 or 20 and I had just moved to a different state and I'm gonna just shout them out so I started working at Applebee's. Oh yeah. As a waitress. And so at first I told them like, "Oh, I'll just be your um the front person to hostess. You know, the hostess." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Honestly, I wasn't trying to do too much. I had just come out of retail like, let me just do this quick little job so I can get some money to start, you know, my money, my savings while I'm here in this new state." She's like, "No, you have good personality. You should just be a waitress. You get paid more." And I was like, okay, fuck it, I'll just do it, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, I can do this. It was, like, in... So, the first two weeks of the job is just strictly training. Mm -hmm. And, like, the first week, I had to, like, call in HR to set my, like, direct deposit up or something. And I call them, and the manager's there, and they're like, oh, yeah, what's your hourly? And I was like, oh, I don't even know. Um, Looked at my manager, and I was like, hey, what's that? What's my hourly? And she was like... 213 and I was like 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 an hour or a paycheck she said yeah $2.13 and so I sent it to the HR lady over the phone hung up the phone walked out to the other waitresses and waiters that were like training me and I was like y'all y'all get paid $2.13 an hour and they were like yeah you gotta you gotta just build your tips like we work for our tips here and I was like 
you get paid two dollars and mm-hmm. mind you we they come in like midday for lunch hour and if lunch is not as busy they let you like go home like hey lunch is done if you want to go home early you can go home early people would only work two hours and be like yeah i'm out and i'm like you only made four dollars and 26 cents what do you mean you're out bitch stay bitch stay (laughs) wait hold up wait a minute so that one i i just told them like within that two weeks i said i can't do it i I, I gave her my, I think I still have my Applebee's, um, <laughs> like name tag, apron. all of it, the oh, apron wow. and the little, um, holder for mm-hmm. your bill and stuff. Cause I just told them like over the phone, I was like, I can't do it. I can't come back. And she was like, okay. <laughs> and I never showed up. So that was hella funny. And then the second time I did it was, <laughs> so I, you know, was going back and forth the East coast and the West coast. I would come out come back home for the summer and I remember I didn't want to go back to retail I had worked for Target for over six years I was like I don't want to keep coming back to Target like I keep leaving and saying bye I'm, I'm never coming back and then coming back for the week for the holidays or for summer so this one particular summer I was like no I don't want to do retail so I asked my cousin like hey can you just hook me up with a job at um this a warehouse warehouse yeah. and he told me, he was like, I don't think you should do it. Like, knowing me, knowing I like to talk, knowing I'm just like a very bubbly person, he was like, I don't know, like, are you sure? And I was like, look, I'm just trying to make money, like have a set schedule, be off on the weekends, just put me on. He was like, okay, fine. I worked there for two days, (laughs) two days, y'all, because all I did was stand there, like in the I Love Lucy you guys remember the one yes. where she's in a factory? Yeah, the chocolate, yeah. factory. The chocolate factory. Uh-huh. And they're literally having to, like, make sure the chocolates are straight <laughs> yeah. or something. And then they end up, like, having to, like, pick them yeah. up hella fast. Yeah. yeah. I was standing in front of a Bottle. machine that has wine bottles going through. And I, it goes through a light. And if I see one that has a crack, you have to throw it out. You just throw it. You just toss it into a trash. But everything else, you just keep, just let it keep going, let it keep going. And I would get so bored. My ass was just throwing out good, good quality wine glasses. Cause I was like, fuck, I haven't thrown one out in almost an hour. Like I would just like throw out three or four and then just sit there. Like you can't listen, like maybe people listen to music. I didn't know, but I was wearing this like ugly ass warehouse hat, um, construction hat. hat. Got this bright ass vest on, like. Yeah, it was bad. I worked for two days, and I didn't tell him I was quitting. I just kind of like didn't never came up, up <laughs> never came back. But I guess they were used to it, and that's hella funny because yeah. I have similar, uh, similar. The only two places that I quit hell, on the day of was a restaurant and was a <laughs> fucking warehouse. I mean, shout out to y'all who do that for a living. Like I get it, but it just isn't for me. Yeah. Or Amber. Mm-hmm. No, <laughs> and well, mine were meant to be part-time because I already had my full-time, my day job. So I was oh. just going, I was going to work at the sushi place and just get a little bit of extra money. I went for one shift. It wasn't a hard shift, but he didn't even hire me. He was like, yeah, you know, just come in and then just like, well, I'll see how you do <laughs> type of thing. And it was only like two hours because it, it was like probably, lunchtime. Somebody probably called out and yeah. they were like, yeah, just come in and try it out. And he, right. And then I tried it out and I thought it was going to be cool. So he's like, yeah, you know. Sign papers. I just texted him. He's like, "Yeah, come back on Saturday and all day." And I just texted him and I was like, 
never mind, I'm not really feeling it. <laughs> and then it was it. It was it. So I really wasn't even really hired for that job. So that's whatever. I, that never goes on my resume. And then my second one was working, I'm going to say it too, working for Amazon at their <laughs> warehouse. Okay. It was a brief stint. Let me tell you, I realized that was not for me. I was not the one. It's not that it was hard. It's just that people don't give a fuck there. Like, and if you work there, you know what I'm talking about. I had to take the fucking packages off the belt and put it on the assigned pallet that it goes to. And then they teach you that you're supposed to make sure the pallet is level and that you don't, you want to put, you know, big boxes on the bottom, you know, like Jenga and build that shit nice Mm -hmm. so that when they wrap it, it's perfect. It's nice. It's not leaning over. It's not lopsided. But the problem is that there's like 30 of us working on one lane. And so 30 of us are scanning packages and putting it on the pallet. And the faster you go, like they track how fast you go from scanning it from the belt to the pallet. So if you're hella slow, they they blast you on the freaking TV. Like they have your name on the screen. Oh, well, that's messed up for Amazon's part. They have your name on the screen. And like they know if you're in red that you're too slow. You're not getting, you're not meeting your quota an hour or whatever. And then if you're green, you're good. You're meeting it. So everyone's just trying to hurry the fuck up and, and put that shit on. And just throw it on there. So everyone keeps throwing shit on there. I'm like over here like, what the fuck? Like trying to build a pallet. People that have to wrap it, they get pissed if it's not <laughs> nice. And then they stink, like giving us hella attitude as we're all right in the same proximity to each other. So I just had gone one day and then, I don't know, I just was like, I just realized like this is not for me. Like <laughs> why the fuck own. am I here? I have a day job. I have a I have a full time day job that I like, that I love. I mean, no diss to anybody that does it because that shit was like I mean, I just couldn't hang. I I was like, I'm not I'm not the one for that. I could not hack mm-hmm. it. So that was not for me. Moral of the story is we ain't quitters, we just I just was like, you know what, fuck that. I don't need to <laughs> yeah. I don't need to take yeah. this shit. That's the takeaway is like if you're not if your heart's not in it yep. and you feel like you don't need this shit, fucking quit. I'm a yeah. Don't just put yourself it. through that shit. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Don't do whatever I want. That was Literally. it for me. Literally. But going back, can I go back to workplace romances? Because I didn't Ooh. really get to chime in. But, yeah. like, so I've never personally had a workplace romance, but I've had workplace crushes and then, like, you know, oh, yeah. you do that little flirty thing. Back in high school, my very first job, part-time job, working with other high schoolers, this dude asked me to like his fucking prom prom yeah and what? then so then we were supposed to go together and then he stood me up like <gasps> what i know oh, that dude. Laughing. Fuck i'm gonna tell you off of air who it is because he went to your high school <laughs> i don't think Ooh. he knew him though because he was like older than me so oh but, i'm about to find out i'll tell you but yeah no he literally like asked me to his prom and i wasn't gonna go to mine because I think it was my junior year, so I wasn't going to go to mine. Yeah. So I was like, okay, cool, I'll go to yours. And then, like, I, I went dress shopping. Or... Oh, oh, hell no. no. We finna whip no, his I ass. Don't, I don't think I actually he better not guy. still live Thank around you. town. I don't think I ever bought the dress, but here's what made me pissed off, and it's about to make y'all pissed off. I, he was, I, I went shopping with them, like, with his group of friends, who are also my coworkers, we were all together. Went group shopping with them, and that day that we went shopping, because I think we went to the city or something, I had to miss my goddaughter's birthday party. Fuck him. And I went, and I did, and, like, you know, they understood, and I was like, yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm supposed to go with them to go shopping or whatever. So we did that. Mm-hmm. And then, and then this fool, I feel like, like I know him. I don't know. Probably because, not. But then the week before prom or whatever was when he, like, no, I think it was, like, it was just a few days before prom, 
And he, like, said, like, he's just going to take somebody out. <gasps> oh, no. Fuck that guy. Somebody no, no, that went no, to school, no. one of his Fuck little friends. That guy. So I was pissed. Mm-hmm. No, so I'm at work. Tell me why we're at work. And my older brother worked there at the same place with me. And I was, ooh, I was so hot, like, just so mad at this guy. And I started, like, we're in the front where everybody, all the customers can see. And I'm, like, kind of, like, trying, not really trying to yell, but I was mad. You know what I mean? So I'm talking stern to him. And my brother comes, and he's like, hey, hey, chill, chill. And there's kids around. <laughs> and they're like, no, I missed my goddaughter's birthday party. For, and I really wanted to just, like, punch Oh, the God, I want to beat the shit, shit out, out of this guy. Yeah. And I probably could have, too. And I wanted to. And then, here's the kicker. Oh, no. The day he's gay. No, Fuck. the day that prom was that year, it was in May. It was on my birthday. <gasps> I fucking cried like I, oh, I was a little fucking guy. sixteen year old. So you know, of course, at that point you're a teenager. Yeah, I fucking locked the door, put on like some fucking simple plan or something like some rock <laughs> Do music, it. yes, and blast that shit. And I just cried the whole night. My oh mom my like texted God. me and was like, "Are you okay?" And I think my sister texted me, are you okay? And then, like, they oh left Oh, my food. God. I didn't come out for dinner. Not, I, like, cried the rest of that night. You know what? Oh, he asshole. ain't what? Shit. Hey. He ain't <laughs> shit. He ain't shit. So stupid fuck him. That guy. Fuck a little stupid yes. little bitch. Fuck he probably got guy. a small ass so beak, too. That was my little... Yes. Was, yes, he does. Little dick <laughs> energy. Little dick energy. Yeah, mm. that was my little failed workplace romance. I hope you hated prom. Mm-hmm. I hope your I prom sucked. Right. Right. I hope your date left you Amen. at prom. Thank you. I hope she Period. danced. I hope she didn't dance Period. with you once. Okay. Mm-hmm. I hope you got hella debt now. <laughs> <laughs> Broke little small penis bitch. Mm-hmm. Anyways, okay. oh, see, we can go on. I get hot. Yeah, I could seriously talk about workplace romances so yeah. much because, like, mm, I started my first job at seventeen. Everybody that worked around me was in their twenties dirty okay because they'd sit there and hit on me a 17 year old and they would have the nerve to go to management (gasps) and say that I was flirting with them and that I was a tease and it's like first of all in a normal workplace HR fuck you that's sexual harassment Mm -hmm. second of all I'm just nice it's not my fault your nerdy ass couldn't Mm. fucking take niceness for not flirting like and I would have the girls come up to me too and be like yeah, Brittany, you are coming off like you're flirting. What, do you want me to be a fucking bitch? Do you want me to be a bitch? Like, at 17, I don't know what the difference is. Like, I really don't. I'm just being nice. Mm -hmm. So, it was... I... Men in the workplace And so they probably were reacting like that because they got rejected by you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It was just Insecure ass. Because my thing was, Mm. at 17, I even knew. Don't, don't get into a relationship with somebody you work with. It's just not good. Yeah. It's just not good. I had work crushes. I never acted on them, but I had work crushes. And, yeah, I came pretty close to a workplace romance. But it's just, like, I'm so glad I didn't because they all ended really fucking weird. And then you have to see them every fucking day. Yeah. And it's just not, oh. That was, that was the only reason why I never, like looked for workplace romance Mm-mm. was because I mean throughout my whole life I literally wasn't the type to like well bes- besides like my first relationship after that I was very like just the single mm-hmm. girl mm-hmm. so I like and I I liked it like yeah. I really mm-hmm. liked just being single and like having fun like doing whatever the fuck I wanted mm-hmm. I wasn't into the whole relationship thing mm-hmm. 
as much as I was like, oh, you know, so, like sometimes I'd be like, oh, I'm lonely. That relationship sounds fun. But then I would go back to like wanting to just be out. And I know that there was a lot of times where guys have like wanted to like take like guys have took me out on a date because we worked together, like tried the whole thing. Mm-hmm. But for me, it made me uncomfortable because mm-hmm. I saw them at work the next day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I don't like the fact of like. I knew I wasn't ready to be in a committed relationship, mm-hmm. so I don't want you to get stuck on me. And then now we're like in this awkward mm-hmm. position where I see you every day and you're like trying to flirt, but I'm not trying to flirt. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it's I never wanted to be in that, so mm-hmm. I always try not to get it that far. I think like two or three times guys have like took me on a date from work like oh like let's go go out to eat mm-hmm. but i never i made sure to like kind of keep it in the friend zone like yeah. at the very end yeah i used it for like a dinner <laughs> i'm not gonna lie but i knew that's what they were like yeah. going yeah. towards and i just used it more of a dinner same yeah. oh god i've done just that because it's so awkward yeah why would you want to get into it and then yeah you never know you might fall in love but then if you break up yeah. Then we ain't we ain't gonna keep working together. I'm gonna tell mm-hmm. you that much. I do not want to work with my ex. Like, right. yeah. So I definitely get what you're saying. Like, yeah. It was for me no romance in the it. workplace. No, no I'm not the at same all. as you. Like, yeah, not at all. But the see the another place. Well, the place I mentioned earlier that I went to and I realized it was not for me after three months. They had a lot of hookups and affairs there. That's and it. That shit was like disgusting, and it's like high because school. Because that's like, drama. yeah, that's just like high school, it's just like petty drama. And then shit you're all like school. passing each other's, you know, mm-hmm. ick around. Yeah, you yep. know what? Y'all my, nasty. My retail job, it was like that. There would be like they would be in relationships, like long term relationships with people, like workplace long term relationships. But then, like, a new hire would come. Oh, and God. Ooh, there this was is like one, Love Island. There was one that was really Ooh. bad where, like, she was in, one of my coworkers was in a long-term relationship with a guy that they, that worked there, too. And then a new hire came in who was married with kids. Oh, God. And they fucked around. Mm, it was just messy as hell. It was and so messy. And my thing messy. is, it's like, people don't know. Like, we all work together. Yeah. We're mm-hmm. clearly all of us know. Why yeah. would you want your business out no, there like yeah. that? Like... No. Every day we have to see each other. We're all going to know when you guys are having fights. We're mm-hmm. all going to know when you guys are, like, going yeah. through your rough patches. Like, yeah. We had another one where um, they met at work, they started dating, and then the guy quit. Like, he got a better job. And the girl stayed working there, and then a new guy came in mm-hmm. to work, and, like, she started fucking around with him while dating the other guy. And everybody fucking knew. And it was just, like, yikes. It's yeah. just, it got so messy. It's, like, that is not... It's yeah. not a, a healthy work environment mm-hmm. for no. anybody involved. Like, even the people that know, it's just like, oh, God. And then you'd see them, like, go off, and they'll be like, we're going to take our 15 together when you work in the same fucking department. Exactly. It's like, thanks a lot. Yeah, no, yeah, you that's me stupid. Through. That's a long-ass I would have hated that. I will say, though, T, when I was leaving one of my jobs, because I was leaving... I hooked up with one of my coworkers. Hey. I was like, you know, yes, uh, I ain't gonna see you ever again. So I'll move it to a whole it. other state. Yeah. So, hey, yeah, that was that was pretty nice. It's just awkward when you move back to the state and then you see. Them again. <laughs> oh shit, we hooked up. Anyway, <laughs> hi. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's the only time I ever 
Yeah. Had a workplace remote romance, and that really wasn't a romance. That was just after the That was a (laughs) rough. That was a workplace romp. Mm -hmm. Um, Now I'm trying to think. Yeah, I also, like, I think the f- my first year of having a job, that was, like, the only time I was single, and then I got, yeah, my, mm-hmm. I got in a relationship with my fiancé, and, and then everybody knew who he was. Like, everywhere I go, they know who he is. Mm-hmm. Like, every, every job I've had, they know who he is. Even this job that I have now, like, nobody's actually ever really met him, um, because obviously, like, he's not going to show up to a school that's weird, um, but they know who he is. Like, I think they just, they know him. Yeah. Um, oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, like, so the jobs I held when I was, like, a teenager in, like, early 20s, like, my part-time jobs, those ones are the ones where, like, of course, everyone was around the same age, so everyone was doing that drama and, like, mm-hmm. hooking up with people or, like, meeting at work and then, like, dating and being boyfriend girlfriend. But now, as, like, in my career, like, rom-coms really, like, failed me because they made it seem like there were, ro- like, legit romance loves and uh, romances or office romances mm-hmm. and there are none like no. it's so I'm like I just want to see two people like get into a relationship at work at my career now like I would love to see that not a single one in like the couple of different posi- places that I've worked at um, the only one which was not in my career field but that short-lived stint that one wasn't romances that was just affairs and that was just uh, messy I have a lot in my business, yeah. really, right even now? in a couple where they met that there, at, where they met, and then they're work. actually yeah. like still together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, not in the field that I'm at, which d- is not surprising to me. Yeah, my fiance does too. They even like took the name of the company and added incest to the end too, because it's like they all just meet and wind up like getting married and like oh, that's funny. having yeah. like some guy left his wife for a girl he met at work. Like it's just it's a bunch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that happened at my first job. Like someone left their husband for oh wow the person that worked there yeah Yeah. rough which is crazy because then like i i don't know if it is for you so like at my job if they do get become a couple like they have to change their positions or like they Mm -hmm. can't or they can't supervise Mm -hmm. they can't yeah supervise Mm -hmm. or work in the same department Department, so then like they change departments but then it's like in that situation where he he leaves his whole wife for a woman that he's been working with nonstop Monday through Friday, f- you know nine to five, and now your guys' schedules change. Mm-hmm. Do you guys is it gonna still work? Fuck with each other, right? Is it gonna work? So that's interesting. Yeah. Um, but going back to the movie, it talks about like having a really shitty ass boss. Mm. So mm. I just wanted to kind of like touch base. Like, do you guys? Have you guys ever had, like, just a crazy, crazy boss or crazy manager? Oh, many times. <laughs> many times. Example A, the job that I quit. No. <laughs> um, no. So, retail-wise, I was actually very fortunate to have some really, really, really good bosses. And especially when I moved by myself when I was a teenager um, to the East Coast, the people that I worked with, I worked, I saw them more than... Uh, I would say I saw them a healthy amount. I think I saw the people that I lived with the same amount as the people that I worked with. But they took care of me. They Mm. knew I was young. They knew I was on my own. And they really, really took care of me all the way up to upper management. Like, they would make sure I didn't have to work the holidays. Mm. Like, and they would give me, like, I wouldn't have to ask for the time off. They would give me sections off and be like, just go home. 
and like there were moments where I was like you don't pay me enough for me to go home but (laughs) um (laughs) thank you but they really like one of them helped me buy a car for the first time like they were just the sweetest people that took care of me and then I went back to the store that I worked at where my boss said that I was incompetent and useless and as at like your early 20s when you already hate the job it just like weighs on you yeah and there there would be times where in his british accent would be like are you stupid and i'd be like i don't know maybe i fucking am i don't fucking know at this point like shit so it was yeah Mm -hmm. and it's crazy because we started out he wasn't my boss at first and he was just like a, a friend and then he got the position to be like our boss and he did not, mm. he did not change it over very well. So there would be points where I'd look at him, and I'm like, you can't say that to me. And he'd be like, oh, you know, I'm only joking. And I'm like, no, you're not. Like, that's not cool. Yeah. Like, you're you're an HR complaint away from me, like, really just fucking up your job here, bud. Um, and then my job I quit, it was just toxic. Like, they didn't manage anything well. The girl didn't want me there in the first place, the old lady. And she just put her the fact that she never trained me on me and then tried to tell me I need to take a pay cut I was like bitch we ain't taking no fucking pay cut we're out we're fucking out she tried to scold me like she was my mother and Mm -hmm. I was like "Mm, I'm too grown for this shit matter of fact have fun replacing me bye Mm -hmm. so like for me there's like a couple of things I don't like about managers. One, I don't like managers who micromanage. I hate that shit. Mm-hmm. I hate when you're like, I, I'm a grown ass woman, so you don't need to micromanage me. You tell me what I need to do and I'll do it. Mm-hmm. Don't sit here and constantly check on me every five minutes. Mm-hmm. Another type of manager I don't like is a manager who wants everyone to like them, but doesn't know how to be a manager. Mm-hmm. I can't stand, like you either are a manager or you're the friend. You can't, if you're going to try to be both, don't overcompensate one over mm-hmm. the other because then you're just going to be a pushover. Yeah. I cannot stand that. I hate when people try to, like, be your friend so much that they forget that you're your manager. Mm-hmm. And now you're being walked yeah. all over. Yeah. It, that shit pisses me the fuck off because then people get away with so much shit. Ugh, it just pisses me off. Yeah. when be- I can't stand, like, a soft-ass manager. Mm-hmm. I need somebody who's firm. Like, tell me what I need to do. Mm-hmm. Make me do it. And if I do it wrong, tell me when I'm wrong. But don't mm-hmm. sit here and, oh, we're all friends and Mm-mm. everything's going to be great. Like, no, fuck that. Like, be my fucking manager. Yeah, right. I hate I hate us all want to be everyone's friend. Yeah. Because so you, you would, can. You would like Lucy Liu's character. Exactly. Yeah. I did. And I yeah. think that's why I like, that's another reason why I like the movie is I liked her a lot. Yeah. She wasn't trying to be everybody's friend. She was trying to make sure everybody did. She was a good ass. She was a good ass boss. There were times where she was a little harsh. She was very harsh for sure. But she was actually a good ass boss and they really like did a good job of redeeming her. She had to like get reminded, Mm -hmm. you know, okay, wait, there has to be some Mm -hmm. type of like, okay, you know, you worked so hard for me. Let me give you Mm -hmm. something in return Mm -hmm. because she got so stuck in her ways. Her position made her accustomed to being who she was. It hardened her shell. And she even made a comment that was like, if I'm the meanest person to you in this industry, then I did my job. Mm -hmm. Right. Like she was preparing her. Exactly. Because she didn't have that when she was coming up. So that was good. Like you, you almost saw the nurturing, um, qualities in her. 
Mm -hmm. Um, But to what you're saying, I just, I feel like that is just not a good manager at all when you're saying, like, you're either, you don't like when they're micromanaging or trying to be the friend. Like, I think a good manager could see both. Like, you don't have to be an asshole. You can see what your people need. So you don't manage everybody the same sometimes either. Um, Like, because I run, where am I, I run the site that I'm at. So the people that I get... Some need more help than others, and some oh, you course. just like you let them go and you let them do what they need, mm-hmm. what they want to do. Like yeah. you just have the confidence in them to flourish, because some people really freaking crack under being micromanaged, and then some people just need it really bad. Mm-hmm. But if you don't know the balance, then yeah, no, you have no business being a manager. Yeah, for especially sure. the especially the ones who are just all up in your business, mm-hmm. like all up in your like life, just mm-hmm. want to be super friends with you but then at the same time like it still is only looking out for themselves at the end of the mm-hmm. day like that shit is annoying Mm-mm. see i've never had a bad boss. i don't think i've ever had a bad boss a boss that i didn't like no and i'm really trying to think but i mean there's ones that they were just like okay but ne- mm-hmm. never anyone that was like horrible or that just were like hella mean or anything like hella strict um I did have one that he he was like uh like the same level as us and then he was kind of like he had been there for hella long so you know he was just one of those but then he got promoted up to manager mm-hmm. and by that point he was everyone's friend already so i feel like he kind of got walked on mm-hmm. a lot um which i felt bad for. and that's hard though i felt bad seeing that because i, I was not do that say, to him but other people did that is hard because i've actually been in that position when i worked for target for hella years mm-hmm. i you know started as a cashier then i became guest services and then i became like a team lead Mm -hmm. and it is hard going from like being one with everybody and like hanging out going to the bar and then now Mm -hmm. being like their manager so you have this expectation that's on you so I get that that is hard yeah but just coming in and you're like the you're the manager and you want to be everybody's friend but then you but when people are like fighting or like you know like you have to choose a side Mm -hmm. you don't you can't choose a side now Mm -hmm. you're stuck so I feel like that's the part that gets hard because when you grow those relationships and then you become a leader like whose side do you choose so that is hard yeah Yeah. that is I never looked at it like that I forgot too that I was a whole manager at Target (laughs) (laughs) um I wanted to kind of switch to the name of the movie Set it up. Have you guys ever been set up? Um, by Tinder, yeah. No, I'm <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I just love the way you answer things sometimes. Right. Like if you tuned into the last of, or the scream episode when she just goes, "Porn." <laughs> I just like how bluntly she answers it. No, I've never been set up. Not even, like, in high school or, like, middle school? No. Oh, God, okay. no. I, I was never school? set up. You know, like, when your friends are being, like, little kids. Yeah, no. No, I was never set up. I do wish, though, that I could be, I could play Cupid and set somebody mm. up. Like, I know some people I want to set up, but I don't know the other person that would be perfect for them. I think I know who you're talking about. Well, I know a few people, though. Yeah. But, yeah, same. I You probably know one of them. And it's, like... Oh, I would I would love to be the person that set someone yeah. up right now. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah. Have you set anybody? I I was gonna say I've never been set up. 
by people like somebody just be like, oh, you. Yeah, you would be perfect for my friend. Yeah. Go mm-hmm. on this date. Yeah. Never. That's never happened to me. However, I've always been the ones to like, if I know two people who are really like, oh, I like him. She likes me. I'm the I'm that middleman. So I'm the one like pushing both of them to mm-hmm. go on their first date mm-hmm. or pushing both of them. Like actually a couple people who are one my coworkers who are now married now. Mm. I was pushing my the girl who was like this shy girl, like I was pushing her like, Hey, like, come on, you like him, like text get his yeah. number mm-hmm. like you know and oh, then I, would, hyping her I was i'm the hi- the middleman the mm-hmm. hype man for mm-hmm. a, a few people to like tell mm-hmm. them like to push give them, them, give them that nudge mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. so i've always done that everyone That's not needs necessarily, a friend like that, yeah like the setup but it's yeah. like the nudge that they needed to get the confidence to yeah do yeah. it themselves yeah yeah but i've never been set up hmm. people yeah. don't think i'm good for others Oh, that's it's funny. just fate fate sets you up yeah that's what it was mm-hmm. um so another thing that the movie talks about is the over dick around thing which i just i love because i do it same i do it too so i will say when i first watched the movie that was something that like i was like oh no i definitely relate to that like that grabbed me so when i watched it again i was like oh yeah the over dick around thing um and it's always yeah just where you feel like you have all the time in the world so you put everything off and then you dick around and then you don't have any time anymore. Mm-hmm. I feel like that when I have to get ready. Yeah. I feel like that That's, when... For me, it's when I have to get ready. That's like yeah, the main... Yeah, put music on, you dick around. Dancing. Yeah. Say, oh, I'm good. I got three hours. I have, I have 45 minutes to get ready. <laughs> mm-hmm. Next thing you know, I am 45 minutes late. <laughs> like, oh, shit. <laughs> I feel like that with workouts, too. Like, when I'm like, oh, I'll work out at 2 o'clock. And then 2 o'clock comes around, I'm like, mm, I'll work out at 5. Yeah. Like, I'll just keep digging around until, mm-hmm. yep. it just, time gets away from you. I think it's a nice, a it's nice another word for procrastinating. procrastinating. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty it's much what it is. It's a fun word for procrastinating. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is just, I like that better. It's a little more positive, because you hear procrastinator or procrastination, and it's so negative. But if you just say you overdicked it, it's fine. It's okay. You just it's overdicked like a, it a it's little. It's a funny, yeah. funnier way to say it. Yeah. It's not bad. It's not bad. So they're, her friend at the engagement party, first off, let me say, I didn't know you were supposed to make speeches at engagement parties. And when I watched that scene, I looked at my fiance and was like, you know, we were probably supposed to make a speech at our engagement party. And we definitely didn't. And then we laughed because I cried just saying grace. So I know I couldn't have gotten through a speech like she did. Aww. But I was like, it reminded me that I need to get my shit together for the wedding because like, you know, you have the the rehearsal dinner and then you have the vows and like and toasts and stuff i don't want to be crying the whole time she did it so well but she said it was um, so sweet she quoted her grandma and she said you like because and you love despite you like someone because of all their qualities and you love someone despite some of their qualities mm-hmm. and it's just so powerful of a statement that, but- it's so powerful. And then she said, I like you almost as much as I love you. Yeah, I remember that. So it's just like, oh, that was the romance that I was looking for. Like, mm. that was the little pockets that I got. And I was <laughs> and it like, wasn't even the romance. I know. It no. Me, but it was for It her was friend. so cute. It was her wedding, yeah. Their whole, ro- their relationship was just so cute, too, because he was it like. It was cute. Did I know she slept around? Oh, yeah. Like, and he just embraced it. Yeah. Like, he mm-hmm. just. So goofy. Yeah. Loved it. And yeah. then she embraced how goofy he was. Like, it was just so pure and cute. I loved it so much. I want more of that. <laughs> yeah, they need a spin-off. Yeah, maybe. give me that a spin-off. That would be your favorite Let's do one. their wedding, please. 
That'd be all the things I love. And then he also says, you're not hard to get, you're hard to Mm. earn. Yeah. Swoon. That was, that was a good line. It was a good line. I wish he smoldered a little more when he said it, but I was like, I totally... He can't smolder, okay? <laughs> I mean, he He's did. not... So let me say, he was really good in Scream Queens. He played this, like, guy oh, that could he smolder. Was there. He was very, like, sought after in that show. That's so funny. I was I only looking watched, like, for... One I was looking for Chad. I was looking <laughs> Chad. for Chad. Chad wasn't there. Yeah. Bro. Sorry. Chad was Dylan Cooper. Was he a guy? Yeah, no, I can... Actually, no. I don't know what his name was. Chad Dylan Cooper's Sunny with a Chance. But he was also in, well, he's, he's in the new Top Gun. Yeah. He's actually in a lot. He's in the Gurns, yes, Gurns Potato the Peel mm-hmm. Society. Yes, that's the one. And he did kind of smolder in there, so I guess you're right. And he's in um, Hidden Figures. Yes. He's an astronaut. He can smolder. He just didn't in this. He just didn't. He was too goofy. It's okay. He was okay. very goofy in this movie. The line still hit. It still yeah, hit. It's, it's, it hit me yeah. right in the feels. Mm-hmm. Okay, guys, so that wraps it up for this week. Thank you for listening. I hope you guys like it. Pew, 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 pew. (laughs) Thanks for joining the journey. Pew, 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 pew. So next week, we will be starting our holiday sets, our holiday edition or collection. Holidays. And we are going to start it off right with the Netflix original, Operation Christmas Drop. Yes. Ding, ding. It's brand new. Yes. So go and watch it. Um, so make sure, yeah, you definitely binge with us. Make sure you're following our socials, um, Instagram at binging.bitches and Twitter at bingingbitches. Please hit the subscribe button where you listen to this podcast. Give us a five-star rating. Leave a beautiful review. And also, as this Christmas collection grows, um, we will not be announcing what the next movie is at the end of each podcast. You'll just have to tune in every Monday to our social medias for the announcement. That way you can binge along with us. Ding! It's just too hard. There are so many good ones, so we can't yeah. pick right away. And help us pick. Like, you know, drop it in the comments what, what we should pick. Also, if you guys have some really cool workplace romance stories, please slide into the DMs and let us know. I love some office tea. If you ever had a bad boss, let us know in the comments. Tell us about it. Were they a micromanager? Were they a bitch boss? Were they a boss bitch? What kind of boss were they? Um, yeah, that's it, guys. We'll see you next time. We love you. Bye. Bye.